0: With the owner of Bent Motorsports, David Beckett and his crew, Jacob Hunsinger, James Hernandez, and Jake Russo. Listening as the guys discuss all things motorsports, including tech tips and current shop projects.
1: Alright, Jake, let me hear.
0: Him. Check, 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 check. One Ooh. check, two check, three Ooh. check, four check, five I like checks. I have no checks. I don't have checks because I don't work. <laughs> Alright. We can kick it off. Yeah. You want to drop a beat?
1: Somebody drop a beat.
0: <clears throat> that was the beat right there.
1: I'm going to go.
0: I just want to start grabbing all this stuff. Yeah, grab it. I think I have a. Were they, was it ADHD? Where you have to, like, what are those fidget spinners?
1: We have to touch everything. Uh-huh. This is called being a fucking dipshit.
0: It's called being handsy. I have to touch everything. Being handsy.
1: It's a condition. Don't worry. Well, maybe just don't touch shit.
0: It's like when people work by you and you're trying to do something and they're, like, constantly trying to reach their hand in and, like, help. But you just, like, I've done this thing a thousand times. Don't touch it. But they're watching, trying to learn. I get it. And they just, like, keep grab it in you're like just i feel want to like this is a very in.
1: very specific story
0: yeah my my brother does it all the time
1: <laughs> all right so we're gonna hang on i gotta turn this down so loud we're gonna start uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do a podcast this is a a podcast mini or podcast short or a short podcast, or a info mini cast. podcast, infocast, info, cast, info mini. a tiny tech tips podcast. Tiny being the uh, keyword there. <laughs> so, what we're going to talk about is, and I know we've talked about it on other podcasts, but we're going to go and specifically talk a little bit about death wobble because uh, that is a Jeep thing, right? Everybody's Jeep, it's death wobble. A lot of people think it's part they of. the all have it. Yeah, we all have it. It's part of the game. Tough, tough. You have it. It's Every Jeep has it. You live with it, right? Well, we don't live with it. We fix it, right? We've all said that before in other podcasts that there's a broken part somewhere. So let's go over some of these parts. In general, since pod, since since death wobble is happening while you're, st- you know, it's part of your steering system. Yeah. So it's something in the steering system that's causing it. You can get vibrations and you can get wobbles, other types of wobbles from um, mismounted tires, um, drive shafts. badly worn tires, drive shafts. You can have uh, hub bearings uh, that are bad, that are causing a vibration. But
0: I think there's a difference too, just to just be, speci- I guess, specific is there's a difference between like a wobble and a vibration.
1: Right, you know, like- right. <laughs> but you can have a bad front hub bearing that's causing the front tire to wobble, which is yeah. giving you bad tire wear, but it's not going to give you death wobble, yeah, right. death wobble is a very specific to to steering, yeah, right, and then once that oscillation starts, it can't get out of it and it starts aggravating itself
0: and there's and there's like alignment specs too that play into that as well, you know it's how it's how this thing is set up um at least I feel like it is like if you have if you have a little bit of caster like normally. jeep with 35s i'd want probably five and a half to six degrees of caster and if you don't achieve that it's almost like a shopping cart you know when you're pushing the shopping cart down the aisle and the thing's like flapping back and forth the front wheel is it's kind of like the same thing right right when you have a little bit of caster it almost like helps it induce death wobble because it's not this like laid back rake that you'd want to like keep a nice steady feel it's going to feel super super edgy and wanting to track all over the road and it just never helps to have minimal caster right when and dealing so with this
1: and what we see with lift kits on the jeeps is these lift kits they lift the jeep up you lose caster and then your minutely worn ball joint or your minutely worn tie rod end now gets aggravated like heavily because the caster is not keeping it all under control right so it's allowed mm-hmm. to, to roam free in, in whatever slop in that worn part you have yeah um what we've noticed working on jeeps every day is I don't know what percentage would you say is that we find that it's a ball joint. The two number one contributors that we found is ball joints and track bar uh
0: bushings. Yeah.
1: Those are the two number ones.
0: I think I think like a tie rod end which is if for the people that don't know your tie rod end is like all equated to your steering system. The ball joints are what hold your knuckles which mount the wheels to the axle and then your track bar is what centers the axle underneath the vehicle so there's two bushings one on the frame side one on the axle side just to literally like simplify that as be- as best right. as possible so those are all the components we're going to be talking about but yeah i don't know i think tie rod ends those can cause death wobble but i think more or less are going to give you bad tire wear and give you kind of like a really vague feeling on the road um you know the thing's just going to be darty and kind of all over the place for one you're never holding a steady alignment if it is your tie rod Um, because it's constantly changing your toe going, you know, whether it's like a 16th toe in and then it goes to zero or a 16th out, you know, depending on how much play there is. So those are all like big contributing factors though.
1: Right. And, and before I forget, let me, let me, uh, tell everybody, thank you. Trust me, vodka, uh, for giving us the liquid we like to consume.
0: You forget because you're drinking, trust me, vodka.
1: I'm drinking it right now. As a matter of fact. Um, and number two, uh, rare parts. Rare Mm -hmm. parts can supply you with everything you need to fix your death bubble problems. We use rare parts. We love rare parts. Uh, we have some right here on the table. Um, yeah. For those
0: of you that are just listening, you can't see it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're just go to YouTube.
1: Yeah. If you're just (laughs) listening, go to YouTube and find the video of this podcast and you'll see what we're talking about. Cause we'll, we'll edit in a bunch of, uh, pictures of what we're talking about. Um, one of them being, let's, since we're talking about rare parts and how rad they are, let's talk about, uh, just ball joints in general. So you can see right here, we have some ball joints. like Jake said, the ball joint attaches to the knuckle and it allows the pivot for the steering to happen uh, out at the end of your axle. They go bad um, on TJs, uh, YJs, TJs, JKs.
0: We pretty much see them on all of them
1: except for except the for the new Jails and the Gladiators. So, so one of the ball joints is load bearing. One of the ball joints carries all of the load of that suspension on that side of the vehicle the other ball joint that's in there is a pivot which is, a top
0: which the, is top the top one which is the like, top one almost like a guide as you as right i would think right it's, a, it's just a it. guide
1: right so when you throw 35s on these things are under tremendous pressure yeah. right and pressure meaning the the pressure we're getting is is a lever right like if you had a a, a three-inch lever and tried to break a bolt free it'd be very hard but if you had yeah. a a 20-inch lever, you'd break the bolt free. So the tire is just a giant lever, and it's putting a bunch of pressure on these ball joints. So we usually, in general, replace them with something in the chromoly version, something that's adjustable. Um, but what Rare Parts has done uh, is gone a step further and reconfigured the upper ball joint to be mm. load-bearing, meaning that it's going to take a percentage of the load. And you're going to have to go to their website. but I think, at-
0: I think it perfectly splits it 50-50 between the upper and lower.
1: I don't know. I think I, we looked at some of their data, and, and the it's, it's like 30%. Yeah. I mean, look,
0: It still takes up a pretty pretty significant amount.
1: Yeah. And, uh, the it's other better thing than 0%. Too, percent.
0: Yeah. right. And the other thing, too, is I think the way that they're getting that to take up a lot of the load is that there's actually uh, like a tapered roller bearing in there or something that, right. that helps it so it's nice and smooth, but you can still get that to take up a good chunk of the load. I mean, when you think about it, how much does a Jeep weigh? Let's say 6,000 pounds.
1: Yeah, a heavy loaded one. Yeah, um,
0: let's say the front half of it's going to be thirty five hundred. You know, each one of those ball joints is taking up close to twelve, fifteen, and sixteen hundred pounds each. Right. Right. So split that load up to two, um, one and a half, I guess. So it, it helps out quite a bit.
1: Well, and it, since it's a tapered roller bearing, it's adjustable, meaning uh-huh. that so you go out and do the Rubicon, and everything's feeling a little sloppy. You can go in there and adjust it and tighten it up and take out that slop. Yeah. So so sick for rare parts to do that. Now what Jeep's done is Jeep already did that on the new Jails and Gladiators. Yeah. They made both of their ball joints load bearing. They so they fixed that issue um on the new Jeeps. Mm-hmm. Uh but rare parts is now offering this part so you can reconfigure your YJ, TJ, JK to be yeah um like the new Jails and, and JTs. Um so that's nice, right? The ball joint package is is super important. Anybody out there running thirty fives uh or bigger you need to constantly check your ball joints. Constantly be checking those. That's the number one contributor for your death wobble. Uh, number two is chalk bar bushings, yeah. um, which Rare Parts makes chalk bars too, right?
0: Uh, or do they only make the steering no, tie rods? just steering tie rod and drag link and then the ball joints. They sell like stock replacement parts, I think. They're actually I – I didn't know what exactly they did before. We met them at SEMA, which is how we came across them. And I forget what it was. One of our customers had their steering system on – and we're looking at it going, this is a cool little setup. And then as we were walking through SEMA, we saw him. So, of course, I had to talk to him. And so then as we were talking, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is for sure the kit that that guy had. Started talking to him. Marshall over there at, was at SEMA, and he was super cool. I think we talked to him for like 45 minutes or an yeah, hour. Yeah, that guy's rad. Um, and so they, I believe they manufacture all the forgings, which are like the end links to their system. Um, And I also think that their forgings have a lifetime... Uh, warranty if you were to ever bend one crack one uh anything happens to it it's warranty
1: i do remember they have a sick warranty which is which is good now oh this is a
0: that's that's one of theirs as well so yeah right this is one of theirs the, as well my f- absolute favorite part about a rare parts steering slash drag link setup is that you won't be able to see this or hear this if you're uh, listening so you might want to go well they can, hear it. they can hear it they can't see it yeah so their end links so they make their forgings, and then the actual, like, would you call that a ball joint, I guess? it It is a ball technically joint, a technically, ball joint, but it but, but it's, it's the end link that goes inside of this forging. And basically, like, if you were to ever just need a spare, you don't have to carry, like, a whole end link. You could just carry one of those little cartridges, and say you're on the trail, one breaks, whatever, it's sloppy, just unscrew it and screw the new one in, and you're back on the road, and, like what 15 minutes if you're yeah. an experienced wrencher you know and, yeah I mean those things are heavy duty i I don't know how long it would actually take to wear one of those things out um the one benefit all this stuff like if you're getting aftermarket a lot of it's greasable uh the one big problem with i think the factory stuff is nothing's greasable your tie rod's not greasable your your drag link your track bar those aren't even i don't even know what kind of joints one of them's rubber one of them's yeah. like a little Heim. But nothing's greasable, so when they wear, they wear. you can't do anything about it, opposed to these, you keep fresh grease in them. they're gonna last a lot longer because you do that, you know
1: yeah and and to be fair to jeep, you know they they know that we upgrade these jeeps, they know that we do this stuff, but the parts they're putting in are parts that are made for stock size tires that are going to go you know, 50,000 miles before they get replaced, whatever, yeah. right? We're putting huge tires on and then going off-roading and doing stupid shit, and they wear out in like 5,000 miles.
0: We've, we've seen factory ball joints wear out, and I think as little as 18,000 miles, I think was like the that lowest the that one. we had. But and that
1: was somebody who immediately big put big tires, big tires yeah. on their car, immediately put big tires on, and then they get smoked. Yeah. Um, so death wobble isn't something that you live with. Death wobble is an indicator that you have something wrong. You need to fix it. Um, we'll do some videos on YouTube uh, that will show you how to check your ball joints. It'll show you how to replace your ball joints. We'll show how to check track bar. We'll show you how we diagnose and find um, death wobble. And it's super simple. We can t- go to any Jeep that pulls into the shop and inside of you know three minutes – we Probably can tell you exactly <laughs> what's wrong and what needs to be replaced. It's that simple to find. That's not just because, you know, we've been doing it forever, but we just know where to look. So you watch our video. We'll show you how to do it. You'll know where to look. You can do it after you get back from every off-roading trip, and you'll you'll never worry about it again. We'll also do another video about how to do an alignment on your Jeep because an alignment on a Jeep is the easiest thing crucial. ever. Um, but it is crucial to get it right because there are some adjustments, even though people say, oh, you got to – all you can do is set, toe, and go – there are some things you can do and there are some things you can do to make things correct. And we'll show you how to do that so that everything's you may driving have nice and straight.
0: Parts. You may have to buy parts, you may
1: have to buy parts, but there are, there are ways to correct uh, things that are, that are wrong. So mm-hmm. um, that's for sure. Something that that's easy to do. Uh, what, what else uh, do we know about death wobble that uh, isn't ball joint or have we had any experience with a steering gear go bad that's causing death wobble? I can't remember one. I know that we've had, steering issues real wandery sloppy steering
0: mine was terrible i was driving up to go camping and my steering box had a bunch of slop in it and there's like an adjuster nut at the top to like reset the preload on the taper bearings that are in a steering box and mine had a bunch of like lateral play and i remember passing big rigs on the five and it was the most nerve-wracking white knuckle experience <laughs> just like trying to get by these semis but i'm only doing like 65 so it was just impossible to pass them. It was so, like, it was terrible. And then I finally got up there, like, kind of figured out what it was, tightened it up. And the way home was a little bit better. But my ball joints were out of out of adjustment because I'm stupid and didn't check them. So it was, could have been avoided, but. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm. You're camping. That's the last thing you want to do. Yeah, I'm going to mess with your, your ball
1: joints. So I would just say, you know, if you're good at checking your stuff, stay on top of it. Don't live with death wobble. Fix the death wobble. Go to our YouTube page, subscribe, start looking for the videos. We're going to teach you guys how to do all this stuff on the YouTube page, and uh, you'll never have to deal with death wobble again.
0: Here's one of the other things, too. So when replacing ball joints, like say on an older YJ or TJ, where it may have had another set put in at some point in time, um, we don't see it too much on JKs, maybe once or twice in the 80 sets that we've done so far. Um if the housing where these get pressed into is worn, you can get what's called a knurled set. You do not want a knurled set for like the first go around. Um, we've had it where it, it basically, this knurling takes up the slop of, you know, pressing one or two sets in or three sets, whatever it is. And so when you press a knurled set into like a fresher housing, it'll literally make the joint so tight that you can't steer. Um, and we've had that happen, which was terrible. I think I had to take it. I think it happened twice.
1: on Ken's Scout. Did it? Wasn't it Ken Scout that that, or it was Eddie's?
0: Maybe, but it also happened on uh, on Greg's JK.
1: That's right. And then and now uh, Roy said on his new uh, JL, he might have that so, same problem.
0: But um, even though we didn't put
1: knurled ones on, um, we did not those the JL. They were smooth. Uh, but there's sometimes there's little pickups in the in the game but we can get through that too but
0: yeah i don't know it's it's something worth noting um majority of the time they come smooth like this one that's why i grabbed two different ones um and these things they press in easy with the tools that we have um if you're an at homer that's definitely not a job that plan for I would, a whole day yeah plan for a whole day um because those things are stubborn to come out and put in yeah um and you may not be too stoked on how it looks when it goes back in, if you hammer it enough.
1: But I'll give you the part number of the tool we use yeah. when you watch the video and you can decide whether or not you want to buy yeah. the thousand dollar tool that takes ball joints in and out. <laughs> like although four, in four although or I've done like ball that. joints the old way and I would have paid any amount, even if I only used it once. <laughs> yeah. It's,
0: that tool's paid itself off 10 times over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, it's, it's not really rocket science. Um, there's a lot to it. I know. Um, like I was talking about the whole caster thing before, maybe you have some worn out upper control arm bushings that are playing a toll and you know, your whole alignment stuff like that. It's always just good to check all that stuff. Even if it means like unbolting the arm one at a time and like pulling it down, checking the joint if they're aftermarket. Um, I know the kit that I had, the TerraFlex kit that I had, I just didn't even care. I was running it how it was. And then when I pulled it all apart to do my long arms, I was like, Oh man, these things were smoked. Why didn't I do this earlier? You know? Yeah. Right. Change, change out, uh, you know, the ends on those, make sure they're nice and greased. I think that's like one of my biggest things now is making sure that everything is always greased and uh we don't see it as much as we should, I don't think. I think that's a huge part in how something drives is making sure everything's nice and happy and, yeah. and smooth.
1: Lubed up, not binding.
0: Here's the other thing too, when you pump grease into your stuff, you should probably clean it after because then it's just filthy. It, there's grease everywhere, nobody wants to work on it, just... Yeah, wipe if, up that if, extra if you grease. Do, if you do put grease in you should probably clean it, yeah. So,
1: all right, well, that was your tech tip. Quick, uh, quick intro, death wobble, easy stuff. Go to uh, subscribe to our YouTube page, watch the videos, it'll be crystal clear.
0: Check out Rare Parts, too. Uh, um, yeah, check I was out Rare Parts, looking at some of their stuff. They have some videos on their YouTube. Uh, if you want to check those out, they kind of explain some of this stuff too. Yeah, the load so, bearing ones are real cool. Yeah, take a look. We'll see you guys next time. Later. This has been the Bent Motorsports Podcast. Thanks for listening in. Be sure to give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Bent Motorsports. Stay updated on the latest happenings, future projects, videos, and events here at the shop. Remember, guys, Bent Motorsports, bits in stock. We've got it.